Welcome to a new episode of Movies and Brews, where we talk movies and we drink brews. And what's the rest of it? <laughs> You'll have to excuse him. It's his first day on the job. <laughs> it's just what would you say after? <laughs> okay. You say I'm your host. Well, you can start over if you want to. <laughs> Alright, start over. Welcome to a new episode of Movies and Brews, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. This week, I'm your host, Daniel, the Pika Pika, Pika Pika, Pika Pika. And with me is my partner, Jordan. Pika Pika. And this week, we're talking pika. about... De- oh, oh, there he goes again. We're talking Detective Pikachu. Pika Pika. That's right. Pika Pika, Pika Pika. Stick around. First, we gotta get through some good old-fashioned beer. Yeah. So, Daniel, to this week was your week to bring something in. What did you bring for Drink and Tell? So, this week I brought in a beer called Tasties by Belmont Station. And I know, I just saw it. It had a cool, it had an, a vampire mouth with an eye shooting a laser out of it. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll get that one. Okay, I'm going to just add one quick thing, and this isn't to shit on Daniel's point. The brewery is actually called Wayfinder. Fair enough. Wayfinder. Belmont Station is a place that sells beer, but yeah, Wayfinder is the brewery. Well, they should put that on the front if they don't want me to mistake it. Actually, I kind of agree with that. That's kind of funny, am I? <laughs> All right, well, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's crack them open. All right, let's give these a taste. Oh, it's pretty good. Mmm. Oh, man, yeah, that is good. Mm. Okay, all right. That's pretty good. I think it's a lager. And, yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. It's nice, smooth, delicious. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Nailed it, unlike last week. Whatever. It was gross. It's okay. You knew it, I knew it, but we didn't know until we tasted it. It's okay. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta have some bad to appreciate the good. Exactly. This this might not even be that good a beer, but it's a hell of a lot better than last week's. <laughs> kind of like my ex-girlfriend. Well, there you go, Jordan. Well, since I brought the beer, Jordan brought the news. Jordan, what'd you bring us for news? Banana. Like my news intro? <laughs> it was perfect. All right. Well, we got a few things to go over here this week. There's been a lot of things around as far as news and rumors and rumblings go. So why don't we start with a brand new trailer that dropped that I'm pretty excited to talk about. This week, I think it's Warner Brothers that owns it, dropped the trailer for the new It Chapter 2. And I am so excited for this movie. I think I did place this as like my top most anticipated of 2019. So I'm super stoked for this. Yeah, no, I, I like the trailer quite a bit. I like how it kind of started out with a scene. It showed, uh, I, I'm gonna, I don't remember any of the characters' names, but, you know. The girl. Right. <laughs> the girl that was part of the, the loser club that they call themselves, played by the lovely Jessica Chastain. She comes to a house. Old lady answers the door, invites her in. Turns out it's the house she grew up in. And, yeah, they just, things kind of go from there. Lots of good little teases, not really giving too much away, and so far I really like the visuals, the style, everything looks good, and I'm yeah, I just I'm pretty excited. 
Oh no, it was like the it was a perfect like teaser trailer because yeah, like I said, it starts out with that scene, really sets the tone. It's very eerie and creepy, and then you actually get like a more traditional teaser like on the back half. But I really like this. It really got me excited. And I can't wait to rewatch the first one in preparation. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. This probably I think far september films go but i'm definitely looking forward to it. well just in the fall in general when i'm looking forward to seeing in the fall yeah and Our, good i'm just gonna interject props to actually having a horror movie come out at the appropriate time of the year yeah i mean i, I get the whole thing with child's play killer doll comes out the same weekend cute little pixar dolls come to life i get that and i actually am gonna try to see both of those opening weekend i know i think it even comes out the exact same day it does awesome yeah same weekend same day <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna try to see those both opening weekend and yeah that'll be fun okay why don't we switch gears here and talk some box office another big weekend for the box office here so avengers endgame came out number one again with 63.2 million just a little bit more than i think what did Tech pikachu made i what did detective pikachu make 54 i believe so 54 million so, I thought it made more than that, actually. I think it did. Well, you keep going. I'll try and find that on Box Office Mojo. I guess yeah, That's what I have pulled up here. I guess it was only 54.3. I thought it was like 58 or 59 for some reason. I mean, well, it did make a lot overseas, too. Well, I'm just talking domestically for now. Okay, well, anyway. So, yeah, Avengers, as far as domestic box stuff goes, Avengers was number one again with 63.2.3. 54.3 for Detective Pikachu. And third place goes all the way down The Hustle with 13 million, which is The Hustle, the new Anne Hathaway movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but yeah, nothing look- I'm running out to go see. Absolutely not. And apparently no one else wanted to either. Nope. Okay. But yeah, did I tell you this, uh, as far as worldwide box office go, this uh, endgame is a machine. Let's take a look here real quick. So, Endgame is sitting at 723.7 million as of recording this right now. That's crazy. Domestically. In foreign markets, it's 1.7 billion. So, worldwide total, 2.4, on the edge of 2.5 billion dollars. So, it's come up on Avatar. And we'll probably in the next week or so pass it up to be the number one movie of all time. Yeah, I mean, it did. Didn't it pass Titanic? Just recently with yeah, those new la- numbers. Yep, and this last week it passed Titanic. But yeah, Pikachu, back to Pikachu, it's doing not too bad. They said it was the highest grossing video game opening weekend of all time. Good. Probably one of the better ones too, like as far as quality. <laughs> yeah. I mean the new team Raider. Yeah, yeah so we talked domestic with four and it made hundred and twelve. So yeah, it's at a worldwide total of one sixty six just opening weekend. I mean that's I think that's pretty good. Budget, uh, you know, the budget was 150, so it at least got the budget back. I don't know about marketing, there was a lot of marketing involved. That's so, true. I don't know if they've broken green yet, but I think this movie will see green by the time it's done in here in a couple months. It'll have seen green. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, so. I don't know how much on marketing because most of the marketing I saw was Ryan Reynolds, like, you know, like his like little I forget what you call it, like guerrilla marketing where he just kind of markets the hell out of it on his Twitter and YouTube page himself. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed the marketing for this movie quite a bit. I mean, that's what really what drew me to want to go see it was Ryan Reynolds. I did so many funny parts of it. And when they put out the fake thing, what was it last week? Like, 
hey, here's the whole movie pirated onto the internet. And they show like one tiny little scene and then it just goes to Pikachu dancing. Yeah. <laughs> for like two hours. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty great. Okay. Well, moving on here in news. So we've got a few things to go over. First thing we have is Rami Malik from Bohemian Rhapsody is in talks to join Denzel Washington in a Warner Brother movie titled Little Things, where Malik will play a sharp young detective paired up with Denzel's seen-it-all deputy sheriff. Together, they'll try and hunt down a serial killer. Oh, that sounds, that sounds right up my alley. But yeah, I think that, that'd be kind of, you know, good matchup, Malik and Washington. I think so. I'm like, the only reference I have for his performances in Bohemian Rhapsody, I know he's in the show Mr. Robot. I just, on the queue of things that I need to get to, but I heard he's really good in that. But I haven't really seen him in like any other super dramatic, anything super, super dramatic. I haven't either to say, but you know, I liked him in Bohemian Rhapsody and we'll just kind of see what else he does. But yeah, I think those two together would make a good pair up for a detective cop movie. Yeah. All right. Moving lighter wrong here. Tim Miller has come out on Twitter and promises a Terminator Dark Fate trailer will be coming soon. Oh, I did see that. I thought that. Saw the rumors for that, and I'm excited. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing a trailer for that. Still, yeah, not pumped for it just because the last couple Terminator movies have been so bad. But we'll see what happens. Got the director of uh, the first Deadpool, so hopefully we're in good hands. Yeah. On a more sadder note, Lethal Weapon, the show, has been canceled after three seasons. I've actually never seen the show, so I don't know if it's sad news or not. I don't know. I heard it. I heard it was pretty good. People seem to have liked it, although like they lost their lead actor, and then the other lead quit. So it's just like, what are you gonna do after that? So it's just falling apart. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it ends well, ties everything together. All right, moving on here. Michael Rooker, who we all know is Yondu, is rumored to play King Shark in the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. That would be kind of cool to see Yondu as so one guess, of the Suicide Squad I guess it'll probably guys. be just like the voice because King Shark's huge. And I think in the only live action I've ever seen him in, he was like CGI'd because it's kind of hard to do that one. They did they did okay with Killer Croc in the first one, though, so maybe they'll go more that route. So in other news, though, Michael Rooker denies the Suicide Squad casting report. Oh. <laughs> so, one minute, we're getting excited that he could be in it. Next minute, maybe not. So, we, we'll see what happens with that. All right, moving on here. The Russo brothers are set to produce Chris Hemsworth in a buddy cop comedy called Down Undercover. Hemsworth will be alongside Tiffany, I think Haddish is how you pronounce her last name. I think so. Yeah, it should be kind of cool. Them, you know, and they've, uh, you know, they got an act for comedy. I mean, they were a producing team on... Arrested Development back in the day. Hilary Swank is set to star in Netflix space drama Away. I haven't heard about that. Yeah, we haven't heard. I haven't heard anything Hilary Swank in a while. It's been a while since I've seen her in anything. But yeah, so she is set to star in a Netflix space drama called Away. So far, it has ten episodes ordered, and she'll be playing an astronaut. It's going to kind of revolve around the first human mission to Mars. Okay, I was going to ask like, so is it like sci-fi or is it like? Okay, but sounds like it is sci-fi instead of like more like grounded. Yeah, Swank along with Matt Reeves will be executive producers of the show too. Okay, so it's kind of funny. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a while, but uh, just the other day, so I finished season seven of Nine Hundred Two One Zero and just started this week season eight, and which she gets introduced as a character. Mm-hmm. She's only in it for a season though. I think she gets. I think I heard she gets fired <laughs> from the show eventually, but 
Anyway, she was on for a season. Speaking of 90210, though, they threw out a, a little promo video for their revival coming this summer. Which oh, did It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's just a little short little video. The cast around a uh, reading table, just talking. Looks like they're having a good time. Nice. So, yeah, I'm a little skeptical of this revival, but we'll, we'll see what happens. It won't be the same without Luke Perry, though. No, Dylan McKay it, was a rock star. Because every, everyone else is around the table as far as the main characters go, but no Luke Perry. It's very sad. All right, here. Well, I know Daniel will like this piece of news. Same with his lady friend. They have made an official announcement that Bob's Burger movie will be coming out in 2020. Well, they set the official release date sometime in July. I don't remember the actual date, but I'm excited. I know you don't watch the show, but I really enjoy that show a lot. It's a lot of fun. I love the characters, so I don't necessarily see the point of having a whole movie, but my girlfriend Shiloh is still very excited for any Bob's Burgers that she can get her hands on. Yeah, I I don't know. Not really looking forward to it, I guess. I just... Never got into the show. I only gave it a couple episode tries, so we'll see. Maybe I'll be a fan by next summer, but at this point, I'm looking forward to this movie as much as I'm looking forward to the next rock in my shoe. So a lot. Maybe? No. Like a landslide amount? No. No? That's okay. <laughs> and lastly, Disney is going to be doing a reboot of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Really? Yes. They announced that today. Disney will be rebooting their famous classic, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, the original one. I was a huge fan of the whoa, original whoa, whoa. one. I thought they already did that with Ant-Man. No. Oh. Well, that's lame. I mean, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I like those movies. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably about the right time for a reboot. The first one came out in 1989. Great movie for its time, especially. I mean, I loved this movie as a kid. I mean, everything from just, you know, they tr- the kids shrink down, their backyard becomes a jungle, and they're on an adventure. I know, with the... Ants, scorpions, bees. I mean, so many really, really cool scenes. I mean, you have uh, Rick Moranis as the inventor, and he was great. No, I know. I just, I still love, like, just thinking about how they made a set of just, like, gi- what makes them look like they're in cereal. So we're just like next to ginormous like Cheerios. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the practical effects in this are just amazing. Like you said, like he's literally in a pool with white water and ginormous inner tubes that are made to look like Cheerios. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, they got everything from like all the craters all throughout him too. Like, I mean, he looks like he's in Cheerios. I know it's great. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows what they'll change? How much they'll try to keep it the same? Like I said, oh, let me see here. So they said for this one, the new film will be set three decades after the original, and it'll focus on Nick Selinsky, who's the son. Right. And, yeah, I guess it'll just be him shrinking his own kids down and a whole new thing happening. I mean, I I doubt it'll be another thing where they end up in the backyard and have to trace through the backyard. I mean, if anything, I mean, maybe it'll be kind of a combination between the first one and Honey, We Shrink Ourselves, where there's some in-house stuff going on versus and outdoor stuff going on as far as them being small. Right. Uh, yeah, who who knows, though? Who knows? I mean, you could do a lot. I mean, there's so much more you can do. Like, maybe you get one of them to try and fly the other ones back to the house on a drone. Like, there's a lot of crazy stuff you could do now. Yeah. No. Yeah. See, that's a, that's a great example, too, of just new things you could do, new creative things. Yeah. Trying to call somebody, like, with an app, and then all they hear is just like... Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, God, they can't hear it. Sliding across a bar to unlock a phone. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's a lot of cool there's, and fun oh stuff. Oh my you gosh! Can do. Yeah, hopefully they have some really good creative people on this project. I'm calling it now, drone scene. All right, Daniel's calling drone scene. Well, yeah, I mean that's all the news I have. I mean we've covered quite a bit. Yeah, well we we did cover quite a bit. All right, well let's uh get into some Detective Pikachu. Pika Pika. All right, well thanks for the news and yeah, so now. We're going to be talking Detective Pikachu. I want to be the very best no one ever was. So, the reason I'm hosting this week is because I was born in the prime demographic for Pokemon. And I loved it as a kid, and I still enjoy it today. I was more from the uh, Ninja Turtle generation. Yeah, which also, I had Ninja Turtles as a kid, too. And I watched your Ninja Turtles, and I watched my Ninja Turtles, and I didn't watch anything past mine, though. Point being, I was too old when that Pokemon stuff was popular. Uh, that's fair enough. was launched. I don't know. I know. I was f- four on the cusp of being five when the Pokemon animated series premiered. So I was locked in for this, like, right? I had cards. I had... So I was in high school, and I was like, whatever. You're just like, I'm into cool stuff, like... Like... uh, Fight Club. (laughs) Stuff, yeah. Fight Club, you know, get me fast enough to Richmond High so I can see Phoebe Cates, things like that. Was that what I was into at that age? (laughs) Yeah. So you never got the rush of seeing that little red ball blip, blip blip and not knowing whether he was going to catch the pokemon or not nope but a 14 that was not the rush i was looking for well that's true you're trying to catch a little something else that was circular mm-hmm. <laughs> Just... <laughs> anyway well where do you even begin first of all is we begin with engagement now jordan the quickest way to get to jordan's heart and to get him interested in stuff is to get him something that is or resembles lego so i got jordan a little surprise here and really? Really, I like surprises. You can't really hear it, but I'm handing Jordan a Lego-esque Pokeball. <laughs> and that has cool. a Pokemon inside. Ooh. That'll keep him busy oh. while I get a nerd out. <laughs> yeah, nerd out for a second while I open this. So, yes. I mean, I've enjoyed Pokemon for years and years and years. I mean, it originally aired in 1997 in the u.s and i was locked in four o'clock every day watching pokemon for an hour then i ate dinner that was it so it's a build your own pikachu yeah it is i thought about getting another one but i'm like well he's not gonna recognize anything else except for a pikachu it's true (laughs) so true well enjoy jordan enjoy thank you daniel i got my own pokeball here already oh nice yeah lights up and everything what yours lights up yeah, that's but so it's, cool. It's for my Switch. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Pokemon is around for like over 20 years at this point in media, like cartoons, movies, games. Like, I just bought a Pokemon game last year. Like, and a new one's coming out in November. They come out every year. It's still prominent in pop culture. And. Looking forward to this movie. I was very excited for this movie because one, Ryan Reynolds was great and I enjoyed the trailers. I thought like the trailers seemed to like know what the movie was trying to be. It wasn't trying to be anything more than what it wanted to be. 
And so I think that definitely worked to its advantage. Um, and I would, I would say I, I actually overall pretty, I, I pretty much enjoyed the entire movie. Like I was, I was not disappointed. As far as my general thoughts go, so yeah, going into this, like Daniel and I talked about a second ago, I was just out of the realm of being too old for this kind of stuff, so didn't get really get into Pokemon at all, didn't really understand it, just knew it was something my younger siblings watched. So yeah, I mean, it's been going and going for, what, 20 years now at least? Oh, at least. Minimal. Like, it's been 25. over 20 years just in the U.S. Okay. So it's been going on a while now, you know, in 2016, the launch of Pokemon Go. Not going quite as strong as it was in 2016, but still going decently strong. People are still playing it. I mean, it's still making at least a couple million a month. Good stuff there for Pokemon people, I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> gets, I know. gets them out of the house. Like I said, like the games still come out every single year. Yeah, so I'm not a big fan of this franchise, I guess you call it. Yeah. But, you know, needless to say, you know, saw some trailers for this. Liked what I saw, you know, especially with Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu. There were some really funny parts in the trailers. And yeah, Ryan Reynolds being a part of the whole marketing thing, he's kind of was putting his Deadpool twist into it. Yeah. And I enjoyed that quite a bit. So, yeah, I guess needless to say, Ryan Reynolds got me interested in seeing the movie. Still wasn't like, oh my gosh, can't wait for Pikachu. It wasn't like that kind of excitement, but definitely wasn't. You know, it's looking funny. I'm, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Overall thoughts? Um... Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu was amazing. He made me laugh all the way through. There were some really good comedy bits throughout this whole movie. Overall plot was, eh, it was okay. I mean, nothing super strong, but it didn't suck either by any means. I liked the human characters we were introduced to as well. But yeah, overall, I enjoyed, I had a good time at the theater. It helped that we went to a really cool 21 and over theater for it. So no kids anywhere in the audience. That was awesome. Yeah, no, it was great. Especially since everybody who was watching it there was definitely like this around the same age in the prime demographic when Pokemon premiered. So it's fun to see that. And there was pizza and beer. Oh, yeah. Well, that couldn't hurt. That, like I say, if I watch this movie sober, maybe it sucks. But we had a couple beers in, so it was great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I had a good time, though. Enjoyed it. So, yeah, that, that's kind of my general thoughts. Yeah, that's, some, that's something I was nervous about because I thought I would like it well enough. But I was kind of like, even if it was good for me, I wasn't sure how you would react or the average person who'd never any interest in Pokemon. But, you know, when we were sitting right next to each other, you were laughing just as much as I was laughing. So, you know, that's awesome. That goes to show that they did nail the comedy. No, they definitely did that part. Yeah, so essentially, like, the whole overall plot of this movie is just uh, this kid's uh, Tim, main character Tim. His dad is killed or missing and you know he teams up with ryan reynolds detective pikachu to try and solve the case and so you know like you have the typical like you know they investigate they go through all these different locations and um situations and you know then it leads to the big climax at the end but we won't get to that just yet but overall like the plot was simple, like you said. It wasn't confusing, which was nice, because they could have gone all sorts of just, like, since detective, like, detective movies sometimes get too convoluted. But I think since it's kids' movies, it was simple and not overly convoluted, which is perfect, because it's a Pokemon movie. You don't need that. So I enjoyed the plot overall. While its simplicity, I think, helped it a lot. And just, you really just... 
I don't know. It kind of felt like an early 2000s movie where the plot like wasn't great, but the characters dynamics is what you're really interested in. And I thought the movie uh, delivered that pretty well. Yeah, I think so. But um, so some quick things about the movie is it doesn't actually take place in the Pokemon universe that you know from the cartoons and the games. So what's the, see, I didn't know what to expect going in. It's like, what is the Pokemon universe? And, and just to answer questions that people that are like me that don't have any idea, what the heck is it? What is a Pokemon? Are they like space creatures that came down and joined Earthlings? Like, what are they? No, they're essentially just animals, which okay. it's kind of been like for a while, like it was actually not made clear by uh, Nintendo or the Pokemon company whether they have regular animals too or every animal is a pokemon and for the most part just general guideline is every animal in this world is classified as a pokemon essentially okay because okay, i mean that explains like because it makes it sound like every human has one or at least close to and which you know if you live in like in our town every human has a dog every, yeah everybody's got a dog nowadays I mean, that's kind of how you think of it. Like, not everybody has a Pokemon. Most people do, because most people have a pet, at least. And, you know, some people... It's kind of crazy. Dogs went from something that would help you out on the farm, like herd the sheep, herd the cattle, to something you'd get when you had kids, to now everybody's got one. Like, if you're single, that's your companion now. That's your new partner. Oh, dogs are great. Pokemon (laughs) are pretty cool, too. And, yeah, this kind of seems like that's what the Pokemon world they created, at least in this movie, was, is... Everybody's got their own Pokemon. Nobody can understand them. It's like we really don't understand our dogs. Yeah, exactly. You just kind of get the feelings. But yeah, no, I I know. It's just like for Pokemon World, yeah, everything is a Pokemon. Most people have one, especially in the city that this takes place in. Like it's just like a Pokemon central hub. So just every person except for our main character, Tim, has a Pokemon, it feels like. I didn't see anybody that didn't have one right next to them. Yeah, I feel like everybody did. Yeah. But yeah, so that where is that going? Uh, um, everyone had Pokemons. Everybody had Pokemons, and you know you. So what were those one Pokemons? Were they like were those onions? They they kind of look like turtles with onions on their back for shells. Oh, you mean the the ones in the cages, or like the container? No, nah, they're walking away for, around free. Yeah, it looked like they have, like, onions for bats. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So you're talking about the Bulbasaurs. That's what those were. They essentially have, like, a plant bulb on their backs, which they use for their, like, special attacks, like vine whip and, like, poison seeds and... That's not right, but... (laughs) That's essentially... It's one of that... That is one of the three original starter Pokemon in the game. Okay, were they one of the ones spitting water? No. That would be a squirtle that was helping the firemen, and that's essentially a squirrel turtle. Squirtle. Those, those were pretty funny. Yeah, I, I know. Those were pretty great. And yeah, Bulbasaurs are uh, grass Pokemon, so they like shoot like razor leaves, do vine whips, and like have some poison spore attacks. And then out of the original, you also saw like a Charmander, which was that little like one. The little ones that had, like, the fire on the tail that was helping, like, the guy, like, cook his curry or something mm-hmm. in the marketplace. So those were... They had all the original starters, and they had a lot more than that, too. But, like, that's the things Like, I didn't know every single Pokemon watching this because I know pretty decently about, like, g- 
the first 150 for sure, but like up until like generation three of Pokemon, that's about where I kind of fell off of it for a little bit. Um, Cause now there's like, I don't like the show's been going on for over a thousand episodes. It's so they have the cartoon has been going on for a thousand episodes. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Not to mention a movie a year in between all of those like uh, animated movies. Right. So you get like all that. There's over 800 Pokemon now. Do they not all get us releases then? No, they do. They just, this is the first live action one, but they've had animated movies. I don't think all of them go to theaters. Most of them, I think, well, are just like straight to DVD. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. So sometimes they go to theaters, but a lot of the time, after like the first two or three, I think they just go straight to I remember, DVD. oh gosh, it was probably like 10 or 15 years ago, Pokemon the movie. Woo. Oh, I was there. I got that, my special Mew card. That was a big deal when that came out. And again, I was past that point. I was like, whatever. I'm going to go in the next theater and watch American Pie. Exactly. And that's me. fine. Nothing wrong with American Pie. I'm there now. But I've also get to be back here too. <laughs> but yeah, so like there's a lot of stuff that I didn't recognize. Like some of them, like I kind of like am somewhat familiar with just playing Pokemon Go, like a nerd. But <laughs> but like the later ones, I don't really recognize as much. Um I say like I was happy to see my favorite starter Pokemon that I ever had was from the generation three, Trico. It was like that weird little thing that was sticking to the window when he was going into the uh oh when yeah, he was going yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the the hotel what does he say trika trika yeah essentially yeah that's the thing it's like if you not you didn't hear any of them really say their names except for like the main ones that you followed you heard pikachu say his name psyduck said his name Did but that's that's how Howard they talk. the duck <laughs> the duck yeah similar but yeah, like that's all Pokemon ever say in the cartoons too. Is they just say their names, and that's how they talk. <laughs> I am Groot. So I thought they were gonna do that a Pikachu. lot more, <laughs> like around to kind of like get, but I don't know. <laughs> so as far as I guess Jordan, what, so you said you overall you weren't really sure what to expect. Like personally, my expectations were really low because I'm like live action Pokemon shouldn't work. No, I mean, I don't know anything about this world, really, but I, I will say, again, I like the world they built, like, that city they went to. I li- I really enjoyed just the layout of it and everything. It it just looked cool. Like, my biggest draw to this whole thing was Ryan Reynolds, and I think he nailed it. I don't know if he had any help in the writing of this or the jokes, but, man, I thought he nailed it as the Pikachu character. Pikachu was hilarious, like, all throughout the movie. I was laughing pretty good at his jokes, his stuff. Just And it wasn't just, like, jokes he was saying, like, verbally but like just body language and things like that things he would do like when he picks up you see this in the trailer he picks up the uh when he picks up the magnifying glass just like kind of like holding up his eye looking around and just, and just, just just yeah just things like that were just so funny and i won't give away my favorite part yet but it does involve pikachu i mean again like i'm on i'm on, i'm with team pikachu all the way through this whole thing like he had me cracking up i was loving it I know, I like, he's, like, the figure, like, it's, I liked that, because I think how they did the character in this was perfect, because he's, like, the figure that the kids are going to follow, the kids are going to love it, but he's also holding the hands of the people who don't know anything, it's just like, hey, just, come on, we're going to have fun. (laughs) Right, which you need that, well, especially with kids bringing their parents in, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of parents that are, like, around 30 that did grow up with this, that are happy to bring their little kids to this, that, you know, their kids are now getting to learn about Pokemon, so everyone's excited, but right. 
there are still some parents out there like, okay, I guess we'll go see this movie. And you know, if you know nothing about it, nothing, know nothing about the universe, there's enough to enjoy to keep you going for an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, no, I know. And that's another thing. This perfect size of a movie, like, yeah, it was like hour and a half, hour 45. It's goes by quick. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Like if this was a two plus hour movie, I that's just dumb. Oh. But they did the perfect length. Like they kind of just. I still feel like they could have cut it a little short. I even think an hour forty five was just a little long. I think you could have trimmed ten minutes of fat off. But yeah, I mean you could have. It not a huge deal though. I mean it's still in bed pretty quick, and you know, you know, like we were saying earlier, we had beer, pizza, and popcorn to keep us. We, oh, just, we were comfortable. Yeah, it was it was nice. <laughs> Yeah, just like, hey, do you need another beer, Jordan? Do you need another beer to make this funny? <laughs> yes, I do. Well, two beers was perfect. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's really fun. Um, I liked Tim as the character. I liked how he followed him as like some a character who doesn't actually love Pokemon. So I thought that was a cool dynamic to start the, the whole movie off with. It's like, hey, I can relate to that guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're like, he doesn't even like want to be here. And you're like, well, I don't really want to be here, but you're here, so we'll just... Stick it out together. But but then I enjoyed uh crap, I don't remember her name, but the main girl. Yeah, yeah, I forget her name also. I know, because I want to call her Misty, because that's the girl who had a Psyduck in the original Pokemon, but she was not Misty. She was an intern. And but I did yeah, really I like how she introduced herself like I'm the intern for this corporation. As if there's only like one intern and she's well known. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, like I don't. I'm sure you probably noticed because when she introduces Lucy, herself, Lucy, yeah, yeah, when she introduces herself, she's just like talking super fast, essentially like just nonsense. It's just she just shoots out when she introduces herself for the first time in the movie. Now. I probably it can either be written off as bad writing or just like that's weird. But I kind of enjoyed it because it seems like they're giving a nod for people who played the games because every because t- part of Pokemon is Pokemon battles, and you would battle like people throughout the games like as you get stronger. I kind of wish there was more of that as part of the plot, like Pokemon versus Pokemon, like would have been kind of cool in a ring. I know you only get that one scene, but I would have liked some more cooler battles. That would have been sweet. But something that I thought was funny was that she kind of just like shoots out this garble of nonsense, but it just very much reminds me of when you run into another trainer in the games. Cause they usually say like some nonsensical thing and then you start battling. (laughs) And I actually pulled up a couple to give you an example, Jordan of what ridiculous crap these things say that are just completely nonsense. And it just goes straight into a battle. So I found a couple that just like just to give you a little tidbit because just just imagine walking around and so strangers like hey if i'm wearing a bikini where do i put my pokeballs tee women's secrets battle <laughs> like just okay <laughs> that like that one was one of the funnier ones that i found and then also i just pulled up one more you walk past this kid never seen him before in your goddamn life you're just walking through a road he says hi i like shorts they're comfy and easy to wear battle (laughs) like that's the type of stuff that they say before you battle so like how she just shot out this nonsensical thing that she's like hi i'm (laughs) lucy i'm like okay i i thought that was kind of funny 
I don't know if that was the intention, but that's what I gleamed off of it. Okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> just so ridiculous. But, so I liked her as a character. I thought uh, some of the be- some of my favorite jokes were between, uh, or like Pikachu commenting on her Psyduck, and now he's just like a, a time bomb. Yeah, that those were funny moments, especially like when they're all like crammed in the smart car. Yeah, I just I love that. So we're listening to this like yoga music because if we don't, you'll explode and kill us all. And he's like, (laughs) Psyduck. It's like, got it. So funny. (laughs) I think that's some of the best. And I also I guess we haven't mentioned since nobody else can hear Pikachu except for Tim. Um I thought that also provided a lot of good like comedic things because people are just looking around at him like, what the hell? Why is he talking to his Pokemon like that? Because people like, well, they're partners, I guess, for most people, but they just don't talk to him like a person. I, don't, I just thought that was pretty fun. No, it was. It was especially like when that I like that one scene where they're walking down like the marketplace and Pikachu's like walking down everybody's like um, tabletops and they're having a conversation. He's like, can nobody understand him? Am I the only one? And just, you know, moments like that were pretty fun. I know. I thought that sounds like, can you see him? Pika Pika. Oh, yeah. Pika Pika. He's adorable. Pika Pika. You know, so, I don't know. There <laughs> should have been more more scenes, though, with uh, them battling out Pokemon versus Pokemon. I know. you. That's another thing that I was kind of like. Are they saving that for the sequel? <laughs> I mean, this movie's going to make. A profit, so I'm sure they're going to make another one in a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I would actually kind of hope so. And if they can, if they can stand on the shoulders of this one and top it, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think so too. It's just a weird part about this whole thing. It well, there's the twist ending, and I don't know. Should we just get into that? I'm running out of like things to gleam. Yeah, off we can of. go into spoilers now. Yeah, okay. well, why don't we go into spoilers here? Because <laughs> I think we've talked enough about just like general thoughts and everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's go into spoilers here. So yeah, if you haven't seen Detective Pikachu, turn this off, and we'll catch you catch you later when you've actually seen it. Yeah. All right. So spoiler talk here. There you go. Spoilers. So like yeah, like you're saying like I would like to see a sequel to this. Although I was actually surprised that this how they actually wrapped it up just actually makes this encapsulated as one complete story which i think is always nice <laughs> yeah i mean it is always nice like the nothing each, nothing worse than a show leaving you off on a cliffhanger than getting canceled exactly so it's just it's always better to just complete story and then you're like oh well people like this well let's make another one that's how you should do it. instead of being like all right we're gonna what was it, Power Rangers, that they released the first one, and before it was even like in theaters for a week, they're like, we're going to make five more, and we haven't seen any of them yet, because they're not going to make them. (laughs) Nope. So it's just, don't count your eggs. But, I don't know, I liked the twist ending. Well, I was kind of surprised by the twist ending, I guess, which I feel like I shouldn't have been surprised that Spoiler, Detective Pikachu turns out to be his dad. It's kind of an interesting twist there. Like, the, Is it supposed to be like the mind of his dad? Well, or? that's the thing. Like Something that was weird and that I've never seen anywhere in Pokemon is, you know, the main, like, kind of, like, they're essentially Mewtwo is, 
or like a big rich guy is trying to get his consciousness into Mewtwo, which is a super like essentially the most powerful Pokemon there is. And he's a, and his bad guy plan is to gas everybody, not let not unlike Batman. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the uh, second movie we've seen in a week where everybody's at a parade, giant balloons, and deadly gas coming out. Yeah, because. He's essentially making all the Pokemon crazy. Then he's going to fuse everybody into their Pokemon. Which also, like, I'm like, that's what I thought. I'm like, okay, so he's going to put his their brainwaves into the Pokemon? But no, like, they literally, like, disappear. Like, the people just disappear. And they're, it's implied that they're in the Pokemon now. They become one. Yeah, that's kind of strange, but yeah. I thought, like, yeah, I'm okay. That, that. Because <laughs> all he does, he only transfers his mind from... His human body to the Pokemon. Exactly. So I'm like, okay. His so that's body what... is still physically sitting there in the chair. Right. So I thought, okay, that's his bad guy plan. He's going to do that with the psychic powers of this Pokemon. No, somehow they just merge into one. And that was weird. It was off-putting. <laughs> A little <laughs> that, bit. It not, was Not terribly off-putting, but it was... I don't know. For some reason, like that was like my logic leap. I'm like, okay, that's a little bit too much for me to like... It kind of brought me out a little bit because that just didn't make much sense. But at the same time, it's a kid's show. So I'll give it credit. I'm an adult. <laughs> I don't know. But I liked... There's a few things that didn't make sense in this. A few plot holes. But yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. But I mean, like, so I thought that was really weird. And then, like, so that's how you get the reveal that, you know, when Mewtwo regains his own consciousness, he reveals that uh, Tim's dad has been infused into the Pikachu and then he pulls him out and you get Ryan Reynolds is Tim's dad. Yeah. Which, that, that was fun. That was a fun ending. I thought, yeah, I thought so too. But at the same time, like Ryan, like they bring him, <laughs> they build up his character to be like the super gritty detective. It feels like, and then it's just Ryan Reynolds looking like a dad. And it just, <laughs> I thought that was just kind of funny. No, it was good though. But you know, I, I don't know. It's hard to talk about the plot movie. Like it's just, it's a kids movie. It goes all over the place. Some of it doesn't make sense. It's so his dad didn't. Yeah, his dad's a detective, so he didn't invent the purple gas. He just no apprehended some of it. Right. Exactly. He yeah. He wasn't. They weren't the ones that made it. He was just working the case. And so, which also he Tim accidentally gasses himself in the beginning of the movie. And I thought in my head, I'm like, with a drug called R (laughs) exactly. So I thought that maybe that was how he was able to talk to the Pikachu, which turns out to not be correct. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Cause I'm like, all right, he's the only one getting gassed, but then a bunch of other people get gassed and they're not hearing their Pokemon. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, never, never mind. Okay. That's fine. But I don't know. Like, I guess, like the main point of this whole thing is that like it's fun for fans of the show and if you're not a fan of the show there's still a lot of humor in there to enjoy like there's i think it's it's like non-stop jokes for an hour and a half so i think like if anybody was on the fence like take your kids to go see it you're not gonna have a bad time hmm. all right do we get talk dislikes at all Oh yeah, I have a couple. You, yeah, I mean, like you. <laughs> Other talk- than the plot being, eh, is that right? Pretty like, Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, I talked about just a couple of things that bugged me. Not much, but just a couple of things that bothered me was one, how easily Tim and was it Tracy, Lucy, Lucy, Tracy. Lucy, 
how easily Tim and Lucy broke into the place. Especially this is like top secret lab area, all like security, you know, fenced off security and everything. And they just clip themselves through the fence, which is fine. But then like they actually get into the actual building. No problem. Nobody's there. Nobody's there. No doors locked. Camera. No, like no, we, there's a camera. You see a camera like sees them coming through the gates and why don't they send guards out to come get them before they even get to the building? Next thing you know, they're just coming through like a ceiling thing in the built into the building, and yeah, everything's fine. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I know that didn't that doesn't make much sense. Point Jordan. <laughs> uh, okay, I mean, there's there's not too many complaints. Uh, another one though is, you know, that arena where the Pokemon's are fighting. Right. Why is it so easy for them? Like, shouldn't that be like so like closed off that like fire breathers? I mean, people should be getting killed left and right in that thing. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess the point is like it's underground, so it's not really up to regulation. <laughs> but, I guess so. But seriously, like, but I, that was still kind of a fun scene. I would like to see more of that. I know, like, especially because that's the whole thing that the franchise is based off of: was catching Pokemon, battling them, catching bigger Pokemon. So you think there'd be more battling, but maybe it had like a well, it had an okay budget, so maybe they just didn't have it in there to like have a lot of big CGI battle scenes. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Tough to say. So, yeah, but hopefully, if I think if this does well enough, we'll get another one, and hopefully, we will get to see some cool battles. Yes, yeah. there's there's just a few things that bug me, but yeah, that was like kind of a few of the main things as far as like I don't know some plot hole stuff goes. Otherwise, pretty fun movie. Again, Ryan Reynolds being Pikachu kind of led the whole thing and kept me engaged because he was just really hilarious. Yeah. Um, do you have any likes or notable likes? Uh, let's see. I wrote down Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu. Kind of the world that they created. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. The back and forth between Pikachu and Tim was good. As well as all the advertising for the movie. <laughs> Yeah, no, all the advertising was hilarious. Like, Ryan Reynolds just knows how to viral market himself and what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, general likes is like, yeah, I liked the back and forth. I like the banter. I like the uh, the jokes. Because like I said, it's like wall-to-wall jokes throughout the whole movie, which was great. I did like um, Lucy, and I liked her Psyduck. I thought he also provided a lot of fun <laughs> jokes, but mostly making fun of him. Mm-hmm. A big like that I had was there the scene where all those gigantic like tortoises were like standing up and so every all of the uh the earth around him was like shifting and like coming up and just like doing all this crazy stuff cuz notably what I thought was really cool that I'd never seen in movies like the the terrain is just just like forming like kind of like inception style like straight up and so they're running across trees and I thought that would I, I, that, I just, that like, part was pretty cool. I thought yeah, that imagery like that was just moment. really cool. Mike, I was thinking like I've never seen somebody like just run across trees like that just because they're all horizontal instead of vertical, so they just run across it like a little bridge, kind of. Yeah, I that, thought that was cool. That scene was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, there's, there's still some pretty good stuff here. Yeah, I like I like that scene a lot. I think my favorite, so I'll just say standout moment was Pikachu when he had his lightning ability. I think one of the funniest parts too is when he was trying to squeeze it out, and it's also like he's trying to squeeze out a fart. I know, I like how like, his tail just goes straight up, just like, what? Like, yeah, yeah, come on, come I can't, on. I can't do it while people are watching. <laughs> I can't do it while people are watching. <laughs> that was pretty hilarious. But yeah, I, like, I, I did like the end scene with him and the Mewtwo, just them kind of battling it out in the 
you know, I guess up in the air for the most most of it with all the jumping from balloon to balloon, things like yeah, that. Yeah, that was cool. It, it, was, it was fun. So I think that was probably my favorite part of it all. Oh, this was another funny, like, um, plot hole part was, you know, Pikachu falls and he drops like 40 stories almost to the ground. You know, he gets saved, obviously. Right. And then, like, boom, two seconds later, Tim is suddenly on the ground. He was up in the building, like, 30, 40 stories up, and then, boom, on the ground level. Well, you saw how fast that elevator went, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Something, actually, I think it was an editing error that I spotted while they are driving to the facility in the car. They're, like, most of the time, they're driving on the left side of the road. There was a cut. And then they're driving on the right side of the road. Then it cuts, and they were back on the left side I, of the road. Yes, I caught that, too. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I'm like, no one's going to notice that, but yeah, <laughs> I, I did. That was pretty funny. <laughs> That's not even a complaint. It was just a fun little thing. <laughs> but that was, probably, yeah, that was probably my favorite stand-up moment, though, was him and his lightning ability and going up against the Mutu. Uh, yeah, as far as surprises go... I think just the movie being tolerable. Yeah, like that was honestly probably my biggest surprise. Uh, my fa- my standout moment was after they have like their little friction, and Pikachu goes his way, Tim goes his other way, and it cuts to Pikachu walking alone by himself, and he's singing the original Pokemon. Oh, that's theme song. R- yes, that was hilarious. That's what he seems like. I wanna be the very best. That was hysterical. <laughs> that got me so good. I'm like, yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. Like just enough fourth wall breaking. <laughs> that was pretty good. I, I just that got me good. So as a fan, I loved that so much. Um, and yeah, like honestly, the biggest surprise is that it was actually enjoyable to people who weren't just fans of it. I think, like you, like there's obviously a lot for the fans, but a lot of jokes for people who were just there with their kids or their nieces, or their nephews. You know, lots, lots. Well, it's, of- it is nice when they go that route. That's what I appreciate about Pixar. It's like. If you are going to take kids to see a kid movie, at least it better be have some fun in there for adults. Oh, yeah, exactly. So it's just, I don't know. Overall, a pretty great movie. I enjoyed it a lot. And it sounds like you uh, didn't hate it either. No, I'd say for the most part, enjoyable. Not going to be on like my constant rewatch list, but it was still enjoyable. Yeah, I don't know about constant rewatch, but I think I like this enough that I would pick it up when it comes out. Especially if nothing else. I got a I got a nephew now. Eventually, he's gonna want to watch this. He's a baby right now, but he's gonna get there. Seven months old, little River. Exactly. Hi, River. Hi. Pika Pika. Pika Pika. Exactly. But Jordan, you can't cuss at him like that. <laughs> I'll leave that up to his mother. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, overall, uh, Jordan, what what were your thoughts? Entertainment value and like quality of movie. All right, as far as overall quality goes, um, yeah, again, I like the world. I like the characters. Plot was okay, kind of eh. There was definitely you know some plot holes throughout, but overall, it didn't fall apart, so that was fine. If I were to grade this out, I'd probably give it a solid B. Okay. Pretty good overall, but not great. As far as entertainment goes, you know. It kept me laughing all all throughout. I mean, the second we had Pikachu on screen, I was laughing throughout the whole thing. So I, I appreciated that too, that they you know had a character like like Pikachu was definitely my favorite part of the whole thing. Yeah. He was just so funny. I appreciated yeah, again that we're talking about like give something for the adults. You know, if adults are gonna take their kids, give something for the adults to enjoy, and that was Pikachu for, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, 
far as Ryan Reynolds Pikachu go, I kept the entertainment level kind of high-ish. I'd say 7.5 was probably okay. 7.5 out of 10. So it's still entertaining, not like super amazing entertaining, but still pretty entertaining. Yeah. Rewatchability, yeah, I'll see it again eventually, but I'm not in like no hurry. That's fine. But yeah, I think as far as me personally, entertainment wise, I give it like a nine out of 10. Like it had me laughing good a lot of the time. I mean, as a kid's movie, especially based on Pokemon, there was some cheese in there, but actually not as much as I thought there was going to be. Like overall, there's actually yeah. more legitimate laughter than. I that. definitely expected a lot more cheese, and surprised that there wasn't. I mean, the the most cheese was with like the Lucy and Tim's like interactions, but that was still even pretty funny because Detective Pikachu would just chime in with like a quip here and there, and they just would make it hilarious. Mm-hmm. So I like that. An overall quality movie, I'd say, as far as my well, low low expectations. The grape lung joke was funny. I th- yeah, that was great. I had pretty low expectations because I'm like, okay, this looks funny, but anybody can make a good trailer. We've seen that time and time again. Trailers were great. Ryan Reynolds is great, and I thought he was going to have to carry this whole movie if it was going to be tolerable at all, which he does a good job, but he's not. The movie's good enough that he doesn't actually just carry it throughout, but it makes it, it elevates it a lot too. But overall, I give it like a B plus. Like, I did enjoy it. It's not a perfect movie. It's definitely a kid's movie. But as a fan, I still really enjoyed it. Oh, I almost forgot about one of my favorite jokes. I totally forgot this. So, Tim walks into his dad's apartment. Oh. And he knocks on the door. And you hear this fairy from their voice go, Who is it? And then you hear, It's me, Snakes. I got the stuff. <laughs> that Yeah, that was early on, too. I forgot to mention. I forgot to write that down. Oh, my gosh. That was one of my favorite jokes in the whole thing. Yeah, I forgot to write it down, too. But, yeah. It's me, Snakes. I got the stuff. Leave it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here. Sliding in a Home Alone reference. What about my money? And then, it, like, Tim picks the remote, like, oh, gosh. Always watching those old detective movies and then hits it off. Turns the TV off. <laughs> it's just um, so incredible that a movie... So funny. That mini movie was made specifically for Home Alone that no one else has ever used it mm-hmm. to reference it. Angels with filthy souls. Yeah, yeah which is funny, too, because, like, when I was a kid, I tried to find that at the library. I'm like... It's got to be here somewhere. I want to I watch the full version of this. I didn't know, you know. I didn't understand movie made for a movie kind of concept back then. Things weren't Googleable at all. No. Not so yet. I actually literally tried to find Angel of Filthy Souls. I mean, yeah. I and co- its sequel, Angel of Filthier Souls. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, <laughs> it's, I don't know. That's I thought I totally forgot about that. Thank you for bringing that up. Because that is just a hilarious reference to Home Alone. It, it was good. <laughs> it had me rolling. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the parts I laughed the loudest at, actually. I think so. <laughs> I wonder how many people in the audience, I mean, I imagine most have seen Home Alone, but I mean, most, maybe like, hadn't and just didn't get it. Like, I don't get it. Why is that that's so funny? Yeah, I would say everybody in the audience was like mid-20s and up, you know? So I think most people would have gotten that. That's probably the oldest in the room. <laughs> you, you probably were. I don't know. The guy in our aisle was 30, so, you know, it's some wiggle room. There you go. <laughs> That's fun stuff, though. Yeah. I don't know. I guess... Uh, What's it on Rotten Tomatoes? I didn't even look that up. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, I'm... Okay. K- kind of scared. Well, since what we're... What the critics think of Detective Pikachu? Okay. So, I'm not... I'm looking it up right now, but what do you think it is? 
Hmm. Like it's passable. It's not great. It's passable. Do critics have kids and say, well, it's tolerable enough. I'll give it a thumbs up. I'm going to say 63. 63. Uh, I'm 68. I'm going to go for like a solid, like, I was actually going to go for like 86% or something like that. Okay. Maybe a little bit high. 68. All right. What does the winner get? 68 and 86. That's perfect. What's the winner get? Uh, I don't know. You want to bet a movie? We could. Winner gets to sign the loser movie of their choice. Okay. This is on the fly. We haven't looked. I'm 86 and he's 68. 68. And... Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> so if we're going by audience scores, I won. Audience score is 85%. Okay, good thing we weren't going by audience scores. What's the what do the critics have it at? Rotten Tomato has it as sixty four percent. Ooh, oh man, it's just, a little bit harsh. I just, think should have stayed in my original. Uh, that's kind of what I expected though. Like passable, not great, but passable. I thought like just the joke quality would have bumped it up. Joke quality, I mean, it was good. The Ryan Reynolds is hilarious. Yeah, so sixty eight. All right, that means I get to sign Daniel a movie. All right. That he has to watch in the next week. And uh, let me see here. I'm just looking at my collection here. What can I make Daniel watch? Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> All right, one sec. All right, what is Daniel going to watch? Daniel's going to watch. Um, make it no more than two hours. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Whoop. Oh. Uh, all right, so got a movie here for Daniel to watch. Which man, I kind of want to watch it myself. I haven't watched it in a while. Anyway, so Daniel used to borrow this movie from me back when I had it on VHS. Man, maybe it was DVD. It was DVD. And he used to fast forward to just certain nude scenes. You know, he was young. He wanted to see, you know, some boobies. I don't blame him. They're nice. I mean, I've told you this multiple times off the air. So, but he has not <laughs> seen it start to finish. So, Daniel. You are going to take and go home and watch American Beauty. Now, should I Enjoy. keep the plastic wrap on? Because it might get sticky. That's nasty. <laughs> sick, Daniel. Sick. I was sick in the head because I was a teenager. You're going to put the yeah. cover inside the Blu-ray player drawer while you're Don't watching worry, it. I'll wear a dust cover. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know your mom listens to this podcast, she right? Listen, she doesn't listen to this far in, usually. I, I don't know. Sorry, Mom. Little Rivers listening to this too. His poor little ears. Oh, he's heard worse. <laughs> True. <laughs> all right. His Fair mom, enough. American mom. Beauty. I will finally watch it all the way through. All right. Well, enjoy it. Wrap all this right. up. All right, Jordan. Well, since I'm host today, where can they find us? They can find us at Twitter and Instagram, Instagram. at movies underscore brews. We mainly check our Instagram, at least. I feel like we do. So, but yeah, go on there, start following us, leave us comments. Love to hear from you. Perfect. Couldn't have done it better myself. Maybe a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> but I haven't been doing a bang up jog on Jordan's end. So, even, we'll call it even. We'll call it. Yeah. Even. Well, thanks for listening to Movies and Brews. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you think. Five-star reviews on iTunes and all podcast apps would be much appreciated. Definitely helps the show. Absolutely. Well, I guess uh, we'll 
see you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers! Cheers.